Tonight's episode of Last Man Standing is titled Changes. And I would like to dedicate this episode to a fantastic and amazing artist who unfortunately is no longer with us. But if you're a fan of Big Mouth on Netflix, like I am, if you're a fan of his music in general, the amazing and talented Mr. Charles Bradley. Like so many of us, I'm going through changes. Tonight, we're going to talk about change, about development and personal growth. We're going to talk about adaptation. See, there's been uh, quite a bit going on in my life lately. I have people very close to me that are ill. Some may or may not be close to death. And it has me debating things quite frequently. But one of the primary reasons for ever even beginning this podcast was just because of my need, my desire for personal growth. To be able to kind of rise up out of situations kind of a phoenix from the ashes scenario. I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, we always talk about what it means for people to overcome situations. We talk about the people that uh, go through divorce and have to find a way to bounce back. We talk about, you know, someone loses a job We tell them to keep their head up, to get out there and keep looking, to find something new, to reestablish themselves, rewrite that resume, get out there and spearhead, do whatever you have to do to make it work, to make it happen, to adapt. Things like this happen every day, several times a day for all of us. We go through hardships, we go through heartaches, we go through everyday struggles. And in one way or another, you have to adapt, you have to change, you have to restructure. And that is not the easiest thing to do. So right now I have, as I said, a few things going on in life. The woman that I know as my mother is not doing well. Her health is up and down, fading in and out. And I am doing my best to maintain that strong, bold face that I am, I guess, supposed to maintain in the presence of that fear. But the harsh reality of it is, it is still a fear. A very strong fear for me. I worry about her needs. I worry about her health. I worry about what I can or maybe feel unable to help with. 
But I guess when anyone is ill or suffering, we all feel a bit jaded by all the by the boundaries that exist there. You know, things we are not capable of helping with, things we are not capable of changing. Times when we wish we could comfort someone, but in reality there is no comfort for it. So that is a general fear of mine. The fear of losing my mother. A fear of what that means for the rest of my family. I have, uh, all together, I have about 11 brothers and sisters, all scattered around the world. But for this particular portion of my family, two sisters and a brother. I have a sister who lives in Bethlehem. I have a sister who lives in Switzerland. And I have a brother that lives in New York. And we all have our own lives to live. And I'm sure those lives in general are not the easiest or the least complicated. But in a time like this, where our mother is ill, it feels more important than ever to come together to support one another, to support our mother, to support our father. In general, just to be there for each other. But it's not easy. It's not easy when someone has to hop on a plane and make a 10-hour flight with a child. It's not easy when work schedules are conflicting with who will be where and when. And someone has to drive several hours after working a 12-hour day. It's not easy when one of those people is difficult to find when someone is going through so much turmoil in their own life that it is difficult not just to come to terms with the situation but to come to terms with their own life their own trials to be quite honest with you I am probably the most afraid of anything that I've been in ages. And I've been through quite a bit in my life, I think. But this is difficult. This is hard. I'm afraid of losing people. I'm afraid of losing touch with family. I'm afraid of what people are going through that I cannot be there to help with. And that emotion spills over into everything really you find yourself staring out into space while you're at work you find yourself sitting in a dark quiet room when you're at home because you're just trying to find some way to put the puzzle pieces together to figure out what you can do to make things right or to make things better how can you help people when you can barely help yourself sometimes And then you realize that it's not just you. It's not just your friends. It's not just your family. These are things that everyone all across the world are going through. I have a friend who is 
hurting right now. Divorce is difficult. Divorce is more difficult when there are children involved. I have another friend who, I think much like me, is kind of on this journey of self-discovery and understanding who they are and what their place is in the world. For people like us, we just call it healing. <laughs> because ultimately, that's what we're hoping for. We're hoping that we can dig deep enough within ourselves to understand who we are and what we are and what has made us that way. What it is that we need to change or adapt to in order for us to heal as people so that we can live the best version of our own lives. And I think that comes primarily for a lot of us as a way of not just helping ourselves, but or I should say not just healing ourselves, but just finding a way to help others heal. And again, primarily, that is why this podcast has even come into fruition. It's never really been just about my self-discovery, my healing. I was hoping that by my verbalizing my own journey, my own way of finding peace, that perhaps it could start a path for someone else to help them heal, to help them want to understand who they are, to maybe help others find a way of healing. And ultimately, for me, my journey has always consisted of communication as a means to healing. I believe that if we talk more openly about what we're going through, that we can find other people that have gone through similar situations that can come to us and continue the conversation to go more in-depth into what we are feeling in this situation. Because if I am feeling the way that I am feeling, certainly there has got to be someone else out there in the world that is maybe gone through what I've gone through, that can give me pointers and tips on how to crawl out of that hole, how to leave that crater in the moon that we sit in by ourselves because we need to get away. I saw a video of someone this morning. Again, not sad, not hurting, just healing. But this amazing and beautiful woman was sitting in a room in the dark by herself, listening to a song and singing along. And to me, I could not just hear it, but I could feel the emotion behind it, knowing that there was something there, something going on. This person is healing, trying to find a way to heal. And I was very glad that they put this out there in the universe because, again, I looked at it, I read through it, and I realized that that was something that I do as well. I turn on the radio, I sing in the shower, 
sing along to all those songs that, I mean, as we say, life imitates art, art imitates life. These things exist out there in the universe for all of us to see and to watch because we can all relate to it. I know that I have friends and loved ones who have or are right now going through divorce. So I know that I can talk to these people about my own life situations because we're going through similar circumstances. I know that there are friends of mine who have lost or are in the process of losing loved ones to illness. So again, why can we not all just reach out and talk to each other? Help me find a way to comfort you. Talk to me because I hope that you can find comfort in doing so. There are people who right now are struggling And they do not know how or when that will ever end. There are people struggling to pay the bills, struggling to keep food on the table. People who should be going to the doctors for whatever's happening in their life. But they think that they cannot do this because they can't afford it because they have too many bills to pay. They have too much to do. They don't have enough time. They can't afford to take a day off of work to go to the hospital. There is someone very close to me in my life right now who is deathly, deathly ill. But he is fighting his internal demons and feeling as if he's losing this battle. And he is torturing himself over it. The anxiety that he causes himself is eating away at him. The last message that I saw from him is not only that his health is fading and his anxiety is growing, but he is practically homeless and living so far removed from all of his friends and family that he is just alone. And that kills me every time that I think of him. Not just because of what he's going through, but because I know that there are those of us who would love nothing more than to go to him, to help him in any way possible. But because he is in this place emotionally, he's torturing himself keeping himself away from the people that love him because of his inability to adapt to this situation, because of his refusal to change his perspective, feeling so conflicted about who he is and what he is and what his place is in life that he has shunned himself away from the majority of society. Punishment. 
and there were times where I wish I could relate to him to just let him know that none of that matters. That there are people in the world who love you and need you in their lives and want to be there for you to help you. And that are willing to do all of this without passing judgment. But ultimately, I know that that is not my story to tell. That is his journey. That is his life to work through to decide when he is ready for this life. So I have to take a breath, wipe the tears from my eyes, and stop. And then I pull myself away again to think of other people, of other friends who are going through so many things. People who are aware that they push people away. People who know that as they are going through these difficult moments in life, these difficult situations, they know in their heart that they should And in fact, sometimes they even want to reach out to other people to talk about what they are going through. But sometimes it's just so fucking hard. Not just to endure the pain of life, but there's this dramatic fear of talking to people. And most of us have this fear. We have this crippling anxiety of letting go, of releasing the anger and the stress and the pain and just talking to other people just to vent sometimes is even difficult. And believe me, I congratulate you. If even in the smallest way, I congratulate you if you can find the courage just to say, no, I am not okay right now. If you have the courage to just stand up and bow your head down and say that, no, I am not dealing well with what is going on in my life right now. If you have that strength, please, please know That it is a strength. Because there are many people in the world that are secretly hurting. Smiling in everyone's face. Laughing, joking all day long. Just to go home and fall apart. Because sometimes that is the only safe place for us. Alone and in the dark in the room behind closed doors where no one else can see. And unfortunately, that is a very harsh reality. We see it all the time. Unfortunately, we only see it more often than not when it's too late for us to do anything about it. My younger brother, um, you know, we all know that I have this attachment to certain celebrities because I feel like I connect with them in this artistic, beautiful way. And see, my younger brother 
always kind of had this role model in his life that he talks about every now and again. He always looked up to Robin Williams, the actor and the comedian. And I think that is a prime example of what it means to feel alone in a crowded room. Because that's who we all knew Robin Williams as. The actor, the comedian, the funny man who was always smiling, always going above and beyond to make other people smile. And then one day, all of our hearts broke a little bit to find out the reality of his life was pain and sadness, depression. One day this beautiful, funny, caring man took his own life because he couldn't handle the pain of life any longer. We hear about musicians artists, actors, and they're just like the rest of us. They get up every day, they go to work, they create, they put on this mask of this happy, happy face, and then one day they fall apart, just like the rest of us. I don't think there's a single person in my life that I have ever known that has not fallen apart at some point in time. Most of the time we just don't notice until it's too late. So back to the beginning of this conversation, this session. Let's talk about change. Let's talk about emotional maturity, adaptation, acceptance of who we are and what we are and what we need to do for ourselves and for one another to become better people. Don't get me wrong, people. <laughs> I am no psychologist. I will gladly and openly admit that I, as a human being, I am not okay. I am an emotional wreck. <laughs> I am a wreck of a human being. I cry. I feel pain. I feel fear. I have anxiety. Emotional breakdowns. <laughs> All of those things are within me, and they rise up whenever they need to rise up. But I am changing. As often as I need to, I am adapting to these things. I am learning that when I am upset, I need to talk about it. I need to find a way to express what I'm thinking, to express what I'm feeling, to find, hopefully, find someone to listen, someone I can talk to, someone to vent to. 
I am changing because I am starting to understand that when those moments arise and I can recognize in myself that something is not right, I need to find a way to adapt. If I need to step away from the situation for just a moment to catch my breath, then it is time to step away. If I feel myself becoming aggravated with people or with a situation, I am learning to recognize that in myself that maybe it is time for me to take a break, to remove myself from the situation, to go and take a shower (laughs) just to settle down. Maybe it's time to go make that cup of tea to give myself a few minutes to think myself through the aggression. I am learning to recognize when my tone is changing with people, that it's time for me to again pull back, reevaluate what the situation is and how I am handling it. Because ultimately, those are things that many of us have not learned how to do. For most of us, when we are angry, we are just angry. It's time to get aggressive. It's time to yell. It's time to punch a wall or whatever it is that we do when we are upset. It is time to change those actions, change those attitudes, because... Hopefully, as human beings, we are learning that it is no longer acceptable to believe that in an argument, whoever yells the loudest is the winner. It is no longer acceptable to shut people out of our lives because we are tired of being upset with them. We are tired of arguing with them. That is no longer acceptable. It is time for us as human beings to change to evolve into something better. Not just for ourselves, but for each other. If you are hurting, accept the fact that you are hurting. Evaluate the situation. Understand why you are hurting, how you are hurting, and what you can do to overcome it. Start realizing that none of us, not a single one of us, is alone in the world. And it's funny because I don't know how anyone can still feel alone in today's world. I mean, I have friends, I have family members. There are people that I can just pick up the phone and call when something is wrong. Hell, I have a sister in Switzerland that I communicate with better than I have probably ever really communicated with another human being in my entire life. And she is an eight-hour time jump away from me, but I know that if I needed to, I can wake up in the middle of the night and send her a message and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling right now. Thank you for listening. And I know that at some point in time, 
Maybe even in the next few minutes, I will wander a response from her. Because she understands me perhaps better than most people do. So again, I don't understand how anyone can feel so isolated. Even if you don't have a close connection to your next door neighbor so you can just go sit on their porch and talk to them. Fine. There has to be someone in the world. A friend who is reachable by cell phone. A family member that you can text. Hell, at this point in time, we all have Facebooks and Instagrams and other social media accounts. I have friends that I have never met in my entire life that message me from time to time that uh, inbox me or direct message me. People that have been in my inbox for years now that I have never even seen face to face. But if I put up a message on, I don't know, Instagram, if I put up something that says I'm upset or I'm hurting, there are people halfway across the fucking world with enough love and emotion in their heart that will send me a message to say, hey, I hope that you're okay. If you need to talk about something, I'm here. And again, this is just me speaking from my own life, from situations that I have lived in day-to-day life. Hell, again, speaking of this person that I saw a video of this morning because I felt through this video that they were upset, that they were sad. Again, this is someone I have never even met in real life. But I was emotional enough. I had a strong enough human connection to this person to be able to sit down and write a message and say, hey, I hope that you're okay. I recognize the pain that I felt in seeing this. So for me as a human being with an emotional connection to you, I just felt the need to reach out and say that I hope you're okay. That if you need to talk, if there's something you are going through, I'm here for you. Even as a complete fucking stranger that has never even laid eyes or hands on you, someone that I have practically never even really heard your voice, I am a total stranger. But for me, I have changed enough in my life to recognize that no one in this world is a stranger. We are all here. We are all connected. In one way or another, we can all reach out to each other and say, hey, I see that you're going through something. Whether I can relate to the situation or not, as a human being, I can be here for you. And believe me when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, those people are all around the world. People who are willing to reach out. People who are willing to try and make a complete stranger smile just because because they can recognize the pain in their eyes, the sadness in their story. People who can relate to our day-to-day struggles. Those people are out there. They exist. And if you yourself feel that you are not one of those people, 
then I urge you today to adapt, to change, to find it in your heart to be a better person. Again, not just for yourself, but for the sake of other people, for the sake of humankind. You see, I've always loved that word, humankind, mankind. Because of those four words at the end of it. Kind. It is sometimes the most difficult thing to be, but it is also the easiest thing to be. We can all be kind. But I also love the word humankind because ultimately that's what we all are. Black, white, fat, skinny, tall, short. We are all human. The sooner we realize that, the sooner things can become better in my life, in your life, in our friends' life, in our family's lives. Learn to be human. Learn to be kind. Start to realize that no one is alone in this world because we are constantly surrounded by other humans. And each and every one of us has the ability to be kind and loving and understanding. There is this idea that I very strongly believe in because to me, the opposite of it would be totally impossible. They say that no one in this world has ever gone through anything that someone else somewhere has not already been through and overcome. There is no idea that I can have in my mind right now that is original. Someone, somewhere, right next door or halfway around the world, they have had that same thought, that same idea. We have all felt sadness and happiness. We have all felt love and heartache. And I feel that so deeply that when I read this once, I connected so strongly to it that I got the words tattooed on my back as a constant reminder of this. Just as pain will come, so will pleasure. Just as hate will come, so shall love. When both of these are accepted, unaffected by the mind, then peace is found. Because that is liberation. That is freedom. That is true freedom. When we learn to realize that there is no dark without light. There is no hate without love. No pain without pleasure. If I have felt it, I know that you have felt it. Whatever you are going through, I can relate to. sooner we realize that, the sooner we all can learn to heal. 
heal ourselves, to heal each other. People of God, please, please, please understand that you are not alone. If you are hearing these words tonight, know that there is nothing that you are going through that I cannot, as a human being, relate to. There is probably nothing that you have gone through or are going through right now that I cannot relate to. That perhaps I have gone through it at some point in my life as well. So let's take the opportunity to learn from one another. To learn that I can relate to you, you can relate to me. If I have not found my way out of a hole, maybe you can teach me how. If there is an emotion or pain that I have not overcome, maybe you can show me how you overcame it. Because I know just as I am losing family members in my life, I know that you have lost someone. Just as there are people in my life that I am losing a connection to, people that I feel thwarted from, that I am unable to help, I know that there are people in your life that you have felt this pain with. If there is a friend of yours that is hurting, Talk to me because I have friends that are hurting. If you are emotional, if you are in pain, come to me, my friend, because I have hurt. I have been in pain. I have dealt with my own emotions. My friend, my loved one, Please believe that whenever you are emotional and find yourself unable to cope with what is happening in your life, please know that that same crater in the moon that you envision yourself in from time to time when you need to feel that pain, when you need to find a place where you can go where it is quiet, Believe me, I have sat in that same crater in the moon just to be alone. My friend, my loved one, believe me, the same way that you sat in that room singing to that song because you felt the emotional connection to it because you needed to heal, believe me, I can send you a thousand songs.